This show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Welcome back to the mouse's head. I'm Paul. I'm Nick. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the second Paul. And I'm the third Paul. Yay. Yay. Holy cow. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, you're outnumbered. Uh, and Craig's in a taxi on his way here. You know, but I'm outnumbered every week. <laughs> that is true. Actually. Unless yeah. one of you's not there. Yeah. 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 That is true. So we need more Nicks and Craigs to come on the show. Yeah. Well, if you are Nick or Craig or uh, Nick or Craig and you want to come on the show, then you can visit our website www.disasterstartsegways or yeah. email us at podcast.disasterstart.com. <laughs> you can. And, straight into it. Yeah, and we're on Twitter at disafterdark, facebook.com forward slash disafterdark and macechat.com. No, maybe yeah, not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. We haven't done that for a little while. Oh, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube and anywhere else that uh, yeah, Craig deems to put us. You know, when he turns up, picking his picking his young ones up from the guides or something. Okay, so I'm conscious effort not to sigh at any point. What last? I bet I can't do it. Yeah, I bet I can't. You spent three years not now. I know, I know. I'll have to sigh in between the jittery because you sound like you've got like a cold. Uh, no, it's flim. <laughs> Okay. That's, that's not me to scare. Like well, well, dear listener, as as you heard, we have a third Paul in the bar with us tonight. Hang on, I haven't asked what anyone's drinking, have I? No, no, I was waiting. I'm poised. I, yeah, open them up, gentlemen. Who's going first? Okay, I'll go first. Go um, I've got a Spooks Ale. It's a Halloween leftover. And it's uh, 4.7%. Okay, that'll, that'll do nicely. Cheers. Happy Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween. Yeah, it's just after. Mm-hmm. Uh, or have, Merry Christmas, yeah. depending on when the show goes on. Yeah, we're even actually recording after Halloween, so it really makes no difference. No. <laughs> Trick Mr. or treat. Yeah, Mr. Nick. Did you get in in time? Or have you just gone quiet? In my own time? Yeah, in your own time. Guess we haven't got to his time yet. He hasn't got to his time. No, yet. So it's, it's, it's not my time. I'll decide when it's okay. my time. <laughs> I can't cool. help it. He's making my, my phone. Uh, uh, my phone. I'm looking at my phone. Assuming I should be paying since the podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a, no, uh, I, just, I just wonder how, how that awkward silence is going to go down. Uh, well, to be honest, probably about as well as most of my jokes. Um, we are we are not recording on our usual night. No, um, not that listeners know or actually care when we record the show. Um, but yet it is indeed a school night, and for that reason, that reason alone, um, I'm drinking um, a Di Serrano and Cherry Pepsi Max without the Di Serrano. So, an, an, an interesting cocktail of choice. Yes. Well, 
as it is a school night, but I am actually at my desk in my own country right now. Not obviously my own country. Um, yes, yeah, so I don't know if you were aware that the reason we had a slightly longer break between shows this summer around was because Paul's been taking over the world. Mm-hmm. I, I have indeed. My little spectre. Um, but I'll come to that. Oh, we'll I, get I, later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, I've got a bottle of Bulmers, uh, crushed red berries and lime. Oh, one of uh, Malwax's uh, favourites. Back on the cider. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. on the cider. Good uh, choice. And third, Paul. Yeah. Um, Feel free to tell us. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm training for the Disneyland Paris half marathon. Um, so I'm st- staying away from the alcohol at the moment. But I've gone for something that I always tended to drink while I was in, in America. I've um, gone for a Mountain Dew. Nice. A, a, a wise choice because that's I, I would need several of those preferably the American ones if I was to get anywhere near 13 and a half miles yeah I did the wine and dine half marathon last year in Florida so it's it's not a new thing but I don't know why I've agreed to do another one <laughs> on top of that as well like and you know no disrespect intended but isn't that next September yeah it's a long yeah. way to train <laughs> yeah I know but you have to you have to run another Either a 10k or another 13 Hello. Just, just, just to prove that you can. Yeah, well, you have to. If you want to, you want to start further up the field, so you finish a bit earlier. You're not running for as long. All right. Um, you have to give them a time, um, which they can basically judge where you're going to finish. So you kind of have to start. Early. <laughs> Sorry, Paula Radcliffe just joined us. <laughs> As, as this is running after dark, the yeah, okay. it's, it's good to hear that he puts the lid up. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was the kettle. I'm just filling the kettle. Sorry. Yeah, I know. But with what? That's the that's the question. <laughs> Jesus. So do, yeah. do you actually? Well, at least this is got a boil of yeah. drinks. It. That's good. <laughs> does, it, does it have to be one of a, like a, a registered race? Yeah, you have to. It has to be a chips race. So they can actually look up up your time either on a website or you can actually prove that you ran this race. Holy so, crap, bags. So last year, before I did the wine and dine, I did a, a local 10K that was chipped. So that got me. I, I ended up about halfway up the field. So I don't want to be right at the back this time after doing that. And is, it, so, is that that's the same for every Disney run, is it? Do they do this? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Is this for the, the marathon in Paris? Yep. Yep. Yeah. You need... You need a doctor's medical certificate and everything, don't you? Yeah, yeah thing got the yeah, answer. Yeah, that's, that's only the, the, the Paris one, because that's French law, apparently. So, the, the closest that Craig's been to a marathon, by the way, dear listener, is a Snickers. Yeah. Oh, don't. I'll be thank, you, th- thank you, 1980s, for that reference. For that joke, yeah. I've... Remember Spangles? Oh, yep. Yeah, Fruit Spangles. I wonder if Disney are ever going to get into the adventure racing not just the road racing as well. So if there's only going to be some sort of Disney tough mudder. That'd be good. Well, it's a, I mean, it's a new fad, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm not, I, I'm, you know, I say fad, that might sound a little bit degrading, but yeah. I mean, everyone's got to do something extreme, like electrified water, you've got to run for it. Yeah. Jesus. If I wanted to do that, I'd just let the kids play with the toys in the bath. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. Is a bit much. Um, this one's an extreme race that involves free diving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> into concrete yeah. Yeah. and you've got to walk across a diving guard available you've got to walk across <laughs> a uh, swimming pool filled with Lego and plugs 
just just with Disney, it's just walking downstairs with Lego on them. Mm. Oh yeah, true, true. So, um, Paul Paul isn't just called Paul in the same way that none of us is just called uh, just a first name. So, um, Paul the Third, I suppose. (laughs) Um, Do you want to do you want to tell the listeners other than the fact that you're running a marathon uh, or half marathon um, a bit more about yourself? Yeah. Say hello to everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Hello to Uh, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't Paul. (laughs) He's changed. <laughs> yeah, um, my name's Paul Washington. Um, I've done a bit of uh, Disney blogging um, over the last few years. Not a huge amount, it's just kind of trip reports and things like that. Um, a bit of Disney history. But um, with my with my wife. Um, yeah! <laughs> Paul, three nails it. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I've kind of been in. I've been going to like US theme parks. I wasn't particularly young. I never went with when I was a youngster, but I started maybe 10 years ago. I um, went to Universal Studios in Hollywood and was my first introduction to, to theme parks. And ever since then, I've kind of been in love with them. Wow, okay. That's, that's, that's an interesting first theme park. Yeah, it, it, it was never meant to be. I was, I was kind of going for something else to Los Angeles that ended up being cancelled, but we couldn't change the flights. So we ended up going to Universal Studios, and I came home with an annual pass. As, as you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they used to do it, basically, you'd pay like $15 to upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass. Oh, how can't get that anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I've been, a, been an annual pass holder at uh, Universal Studios Hollywood a couple of times, because I ended up going back for my honeymoon. Um and we we ended up again upgrading while we were there because we decided we were going to go back the year after as well. So, okay. What what sort of time is this? How long ago? Um, I've been married for five years. So we last last upgraded our our tickets five years ago, but it was I think it was a bit more expensive. I think possibly we paid about fifty dollars. Wow. Last time. Be a bit more now this year, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, well, they're not even selling annual passes this year. It's a, it's a kidney. Um, yeah, a child. Of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's degenerated. Uh, so, okay, I haven't got your questions on. And what the, the reason we got you on here is we saw some kind of upset. Some concerns you you expressed on Facebook, or was yeah. it, or was it Twitter? One of these social it media was, platforms. Yeah, the it was possibly things. both. <laughs> um, um, yeah, ex- just some little niggles. Yeah, you expressed a few concerns about Disneyland Paris, and we've all been there and done that at some point. Is, is this just an hour long show, or is it going to be over three parts? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I may have to edit down some highlights. <laughs> yeah. So is this um, a soap dish, is it? But Paul's taking the place of now mild-mannered Nicholas. Well, well, well let's see. What, what, when did you, uh, when did you uh, have your trip? Um, it was about three weeks ago. Um, just, just before, just before the, the, the UK half-term started. Say, so, so at the end... Yeah. Uh, by the time we're recording this, that's at the end of the summer season. Yeah. But before the half term break, so it should technically be a little bit quieter. 
Yeah, it was a, it was a little bit quieter than you'd expect during during the holiday season. Okay, how did you get there? Uh, we got the Eurostar. We um we didn't go direct. Um, they were just a little bit too expensive. We missed out on the cheaper cheap, cheaper trains. Um, so we ended up going through Lille, which wasn't a problem. Um, we found it quite easy. It's just kind of a hop up an elevator and down the other side again. How many of you? Um, you're on the platform. Uh, there was three of us. There was me, my wife, and my two and a half year old son. Cool. My son. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, mix it up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the train down, change at Lille. Yeah. Um, we decided we weren't going to pay for the the Disney Express on the way in. We didn't feel it was worth it. We um we thought we'd just head straight back to the hotel and have a bit of a break. Um, I ended up going back to the park that night by myself. My wife and my, my son stayed behind. Um, after a long day, we'd been up. Um, where, we where, traveled. Where, where were you staying? Uh, um, we stayed at the uh, Cheyenne. Okay. Um, which is, I know, is getting a, a revamp um, beginning of the next year. Um, and you can tell it does kind of need it now. That's the cowboy one, isn't it? Yeah, which I believe, I believe is now getting a, a bigger Toy Story theme. Um, oh, really? Next year, yeah. Um, well, kind sense, of similar really. to the to the Santa Fe got uh, Cars revamp a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think they're going the same way with the Cheyenne. That it's going to be Woody and Jesse themed. Welcome to, to Pixarland Resort France. <laughs> well, it would t- that I mean that would make sense because that is the uh, the focus on Toy Story Four, isn't it? No, yeah. oh, it's Bo Peep, isn't it? It's Bo oh, Peep, yeah. Well, oh, Cowboys, who cares? Yeah, I think because originally the New York was meant to be being done up next year, and they've uh, they've changed their minds and they're doing the Cheyenne now. Hmm. It did look a bit run down when I was there a couple of years ago. I'll be fair. Yeah. The rooms were nice, but the outside was a bit grotty. Yeah, I mean, if they're doing that, are they going to retheme the New York as well and add kind of an overlay to that one? Because the only people I've really seen in, in a Disney franchise in New York at the moment appear to be the Avengers. Yeah. So unless they're going to wreck half of it. Oh, I've not heard. The revamp of uh, the New York Hotel is going to be based around the uh, 1988 classic Oliver and Company. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah. Just dog turds everywhere. <clears throat> Billy Joel play. You could, you could pretty much describe it as a whole dog turd anyway. <laughs> Not so much the hotel. Right, so how many days do you have down there? Uh, we were there for four nights, so five days in the park, mainly. Um, as I said, it was just a few hours in the evening on the on the first day. Um, so all what? midweek. So we didn't do a weekend, so we strayed away from that as well. So mm. we missed weekend rush as well. Okay. What, what got you so angry then? What, uh, what it, it was just bits and pieces. It's it's not so much the parks are lovely. Yeah, they've got they've still got some work to do. We know that, um, especially in the studios, it's still still lacking a little bit. But the parks themselves, they still feel like they're Disney. It's it's not so much that. It's kind of the the, the people that work there are the my main bugbear. And yeah, some of them are just as nice as you find in the States, but then some of them are so completely the opposite way to what you'd expect from a Disney employee. Yeah. And where, where, did you, where did you find the worst examples of that, would you say? 
Um, I was the main one that I had a big problem with. One night I I went off again by myself. I went to have a look around some of the other hotels. So I was visiting the New York. My wife would come out with me with my son because he wouldn't go to sleep. So we kind of mm. tried to walk him around and get him to sleep. I went off saying, oh, I'm just going to go around and have a look at these other hotels. And my wife went back to the room and couldn't get in. Um, and it wasn't like, because you have key cards to get in your room. Yeah. And as, as most people know, it goes green if it's going to unlock. It'll yeah. go red if, it's, if there's a problem. But mm. it, wasn't even, it wasn't even given a light of any kind. Um, mm. And it kind of felt like there was something wedged in the door, in the, in the slot for the key. Um, and it kind of, you just kind of get past it and that was it, but it just wouldn't do anything. So my wife went back to the reception and said, oh, this is the problem. They checked the keys and said, oh, there's no problems with the keys, but we'll issue some more ones. Um, and it was kind of like, she was fine with that. She said, there's a, a, there's a telephone apparently in each block that you can ring reception if there's an issue. Um, so she got back to the room and still couldn't get in. So she rang them. Um, and they said, oh, we'll come down. Um, she waited half an hour with my son in his stroller trying to go to sleep. Um, and they came down and said, oh, there's, there's something. You've just got to get it right to get, it, get the key in the, in the door, and then it'll unlock. And they did it, and it opened first time. No problems. But it's kind of like, well, there's obviously something wrong with the door, mm. but you're not doing anything with it. And the whole time we were there, it was still the same. You still struggled to get this key in and get it to work. And it was just like... Little, just little niggly things. It's not even a, a big thing. It was just the way it was, it was kind of dealt with, um, mm. and just kind of pushed to one side. And again, I've I've written an email to them regarding this, and I've not even had a reply. And it's just like that's it's two weeks now since I sent this email and nothing. Have you and have just, you have you done a, a report on the trip report or any trip advisor um, whatever? No, I, my wife's a member on TripAdvisor, so I'm sure she'll be putting something on there in the next few weeks because um, i i posted a, a good review on cabana bay when i was there the other weekend and within a day the management team had replied to it actually that's the same with me i did the, i did similar when i stayed at um the hotel elise uh Val de europe which is where we normally would stay for um a Disneyland Paris trip, and and like Craig said, I, I wrote a positive review on there, and within a few days or so, I got a, a message back thanking me for it. Uh, but to be fair, they were also, if anyone was critical, they would also apply to them as well. So That's I think the trip of social media, yeah, yeah, because it's in the, the public domain and everyone can see it. They'll be oh, straight on it. The thing is, Paul, you're uh, you're right in that you've done what you should have done in the right way. Definitely, yeah. yeah. But I think the problem is, as Craig said, is that we are, all of these big companies now, and even smaller ones as well, are, are so reliant on what the public perception is on social media. All the time, I, I will say this to anybody when you've got any kind of issue, is if you go and complain, direct, you phone up a company, you email a company, you whoever, I find the response is quite like lacking or uh you know could be like you found ignored not dealt with at all promptly yeah as soon as you post that thing publicly you'll get a response and yeah. it's stupid it shouldn't be that way but yeah. i've had to do it so often recently and uh, it definitely seems to be the way forward 
and the, the other the other big thing, and this is the first time I've ever seen this happen. We were we were coming um, out of a park one day, and there was there were some teenagers in front of us um, who I think had started giving the guy on the, the gate some some lip. Um, first time I've ever seen it. The um, the cast member actually swore at him. Wow. Um, I didn't hear Sacre it, my wife bleu. said, but um, <laughs> <laughs> there was an F word included in there. Um, and as I said, we were with my son, who's two and a half. Um, and it's not the sort of thing you, you expect from a Disney cast member. No. Um, I, I don't think the said, age there is, is, the, is the key thing. I think the fact that they're a cast member. Yeah. Certain I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, like any human being, you know, you're... you're you don't deserve to be treated in a negative way. But when you're facing the public in, in any kind of role, you have to do things in a certain way. And when you're doing something like that in a, in a park, and a Disney park at that, even more so, you've got to be careful how you behave. And um, they were lucky, really, that no one else really picked up on that, I think. Yeah. Was it, was it a proper cast member, Paul, or was it one of those security guys at the middle no, of the section? No, it was one of the proper ones. It was actually on the yeah. like the gates as you're coming out of the park rather than as you get to the Disney Village where the security guys are. Mm. Um, yeah. It was right actually you. someone that kind of ticked you off as you were leaving the park. Mm. Literally. Um, yeah. So that's the, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> where did you get? So, but yeah. How many times had you been before? This was, our, this was our third time to Disneyland oh, okay. Paris. Okay. So it wasn't the first time. It was just, it just seems, and it, in other ways, it seems like that now the Disney company have got more of a, a hold on the park. Some things seem to have picked up, but then the other place. things seem to have gone, well, yeah, <laughs> some of it seems to have taken a step back. Like the training's a little bit lacking at the moment, I think. And, mm. Which isn't, but then we had other cast members that were were great. Um, don't get me wrong. There was one one morning I went to the extra Mickey hours in the morning, um, and was waiting to get into Frontierland to go on Big Thunder Mountain. And the staff members that were were kind of holding you back before you went in were great. Um, but it just seems some of them haven't quite got to grips with the fact that they're working for Disney. No, I think I mean I. I and this is, I mean, we obviously touched on this a few weeks ago when Craig came back from Orlando. And I think the problem is, is that you get people that will work for Disney because it's working for Disney. And obviously you get people that treat it like a job. But on the other, on the flip side of that as well is, and we, you know, it's been well documented in France, the problems they've had there with, uh, you know, the employment and strikes, which you'd never have in a marathon park, for example, with the staff. Um, but the fact that the wages do seem to be quite lacking, um, and I think that the general contempt that a lot of workers there feel that they're not being paid what they should do, and you know, unfortunately, a theme park costs a lot of money to run, a hell of a lot of money, and you know, unfortunately, being paid a generous sum is just one of those things that you can't you can't have your cake and eat it, and so I think. For most people, if you're going to go and work, you know, in a Disney theme park at that kind of level, you have to accept that you're probably not going to be earning good money, but you will try and get the most out of your your work. 
Um, and, I, and I think we're getting more and more people now where it is just a job. Yeah. And if that yeah. job is not paying the money, they're going to be miserable. Yeah, it's, and it's, 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 not, it's not the... Um, I work for Disney and I, I make people's day and I give them mm. that degree of magic, which, you know, to a lot of people, should be as much job satisfaction as anything. Yeah. And I, I mean, absolutely. And I think the problem is it's a, it's a global problem because, you know, everything's getting more expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm moving house at the moment. That's bloody expensive. Nothing ever seems to come down. Yeah, well, you know, I, tell I, me about I, it. One of my bugbears that I kind of noticed over the, the last weekend, we had a, a few days out there um, at the end of half term with the girls. It's, you know, I'm not going to bang on about smoking again because it's France, that's culture. They don't have smoking areas and no smoking areas. It's open air, they smoke. You know, put up with it. My issue is with the fact that they'll post rules, but no one will mm. enforce them. Yeah. The big signs yeah. at the front which say no selfie sticks. The big signs at the front which say selfie sticks will be taken off you and confiscated or put in your bag and told not to use them. And then they're wandering around in front of, you know, people are wandering around in front of cast members with selfie sticks. Oh, so it's still a big thing, is it? Well, the signs are still yeah. up saying you can't use it. No, but and, I mean, I mean, the and, amount of people. Yeah, and, and apparently, that, well, there are still a lot of people using narcissistics as it is. Hey, we seen it um, at the bag check in Orlando at Magic Kingdom, them physically taking them off people. And issuing them with little receipt saying you can come and get it tonight at guest services. Right, and, that's good. And yeah. Across the board, you know, there was a queue of people waiting to hand them in. Yeah, great. If only that was acted upon, but they they they've kind of got a couple of aircraft airport scanners and some newfangled almost microwave scanner which does lots in bulk. Yeah. I, I don't know how it works. It just looks like they put it into some sort of magic blockbuster pot. Did the security have guns in Paris when I was there? Uh, the security as private security don't, but you do tend to have the French police or the French yeah, yeah, army yeah. and gendarmerie yeah. wandering around fully armed. And they've got, that... some, they've got some nice weaponry. Now, maybe they could theme them a little bit like the soldiers out of Toy Story and then they mm. wouldn't be so offensive. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to be it's honest. Just it's just trying to chase down the terrorists with those big thing, flat things on your feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be it's hard. That bugger. I, I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying, Craig, and I like it. Um, at the same time, I'm guessing they're supposed to look intimidating. I could be oh, wrong. Not, but you go to Orlando, though. You go to Florida, and the security guards are 72 years old. And his name is Chuck from Minneapolis. I thought your yeah. name was Chuck. Uh, my name is now Chuck. Please do not refer to me as Craig anymore. Yeah. You go to Paris. You go through airport security. You have to leave a stool sample. And then you might get shot. No, you, you, no, you didn't have to do that, Craig. You just did <laughs> it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that, was, that wasn't... That, that sign was there was actually for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you, you totally misread that sign. And I'm sorry, Chuck. No, it's going to offend you. We're currently pricing up for February next year. And if you go direct with Disneyland Paris and stay in one of the off-site hotels that are supported, 
It's coming in at twelve hundred pounds for the. Doing for the it wrong, Craig. You're doing it wrong. How many more times? But you How go through times. You go through Booking.com. You go through Booking.com and you go through a third-party ticket company, and the same trip is six hundred pounds. Yeah. Wow. Now, how's that allowed to be? Well, where, I mean, where, that's all profit. Now, Did how you, many um, how many nights was that? Re, was you going for? Um, it was four nights, five days, the same as Paul. Yeah. So now, Monday see, to Friday. Yeah. Now I'm at the moment debating. We've got a trip planned at the end of January, the 31st of January. You can come rob me then, that's fine. Um, and uh, the 31st of the 4th or thereabouts. And we're trying, we're struggling at the moment to get Eurostar for the 31st. And I've got to see if I can um, book in a day late, potentially. But that trip, and that, and that was staying on Disney property with my Disney tickets... Uh, for two adults and two under threes, so we didn't have to pay there for them a little bit, I suppose. Um, came in for at two fifty, and that was booked through Expedia. I have no idea how much we paid for this one, but we didn't do the uh, my, one of my wife's uh, travel agent discounts for this one. We stayed in a small caravan, in a static caravan, in a site about half an hour away. And was it the caravan my- of love? <laughs> I absolutely no love going on in that caravan. It was too bloody cold. <laughs> I should have made made more love. Bit of snuggling. Exactly. Doesn't that completely wrong. In that cold well, weather, you you know what happens in cold weather. <laughs> Doesn't affect me. <laughs> it can't. It can't affect me. Um, more than it does already. So yeah, I mean, it, it is ludicrous. I mean, I I don't know why, and I don't know. Well, I, I think Disney expects that people are just going to not think about trying to book elsewhere. I think that's the only thing they rely on. Or people that just do not care. Like, they've got so much money, they don't care how much it costs. You know, the well, people we, that will always stay at Disneyland Hotel, for example. We booked um, the same trip a couple of years ago, and we got it for £600. Yeah, direct, direct that was, with Disney. Yeah. But, I've, but I, we booked... Uh, two, 2000, just after we got married, 2009, and we booked direct and including Eurostar for four, I think it was four nights or four, it might have been three nights, but either way, and that was about £500, including yeah. including our tickets and our travel. So, you know, and that, so that was booked direct for Disney. So it's weird how it can fluctuate so much. I don't, I really don't understand their pricing policies at all. I know they do like discounts throughout the year and flash sales and, and all this kind of stuff. But to be honest, I don't find they're that much cheaper when they have these sales on the, anyway. Children under seven go free. Yeah. If they've got one leg. Yeah. Children well, under seven can't go on any ride. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or eat. Get in Cuban Hills and go on Tower Tower. So, 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 Paul, where did you eat on your trip? Um, oh, yeah. The, the fir- first night, we um, and the last night, in fact, before we got back on the train, was a, was a cheap one. We went to McDonald's. Um, the first first full morning, um, which is another story, We because uh, the clocks had changed, um, or were due to change here, um, we made a mess of getting up on time. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
we thought all our iPads and everything were going to change. My wife changed her phone, so that was right. Um, I then woke up. Um, my son had been awake in the night because he hadn't settled. Um, and I woke up and looked at my iPad, and we, were, we had about half an hour to get to our meal at Chef, uh, Cafe Mickey's. Um, <laughs> what we then realized halfway through the day was actually we were an hour behind. Um, so we were actually half an hour late. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but yeah, we ate in Cafe Mickey's the first morning, which was which was fairly good. All the characters came round. Um, fairly good spread on the buffet. Um, the the second day we we ate our main meal at Annette's. Um, mm. We just walked up. That was that was no issue. We got in straight away, no problems. Um, was really nice. Um, the the third day we we had a bit of a and I don't know why we did it. We um we hadn't planned on going to any of like the expensive places, um but we thought we'd have a, have a warm up in the the Disneyland hotel. Um and we went and set up set up by the bar and inventions, um, and the menu was out the front and we decided all of all of a sudden that we we'd go. Um we were going to go the next day, um but they said they could take us right then and there. Um, so we went in and had a, a meal at Inventions. Um, not the cheapest. It was it was nearly a hundred pound for the two of us, because <laughs> um, because my son's only two and a half. We didn't have to pay for him. He he could eat off our plates. So it, it ended up. I think it worked out at ninety three pound for the two of us. Um, oh, that was pounds, not euros. Yeah, it was. It was. I can't remember how much it was exactly in euros, but yeah, it came came to ninety three pound when I checked my credit card statement when I got home. Um, so it's not, this is not, why you need an annual pass or a shareholders card. Yeah, yeah, it was it wasn't cheap, but we because it was it was just coming up to the at the end of their lunch period, um, and we ended up being the last family in the restaurant. Um, uh, when we first got in there, there was one other family. We went in the in the main room. They put us on the side room just as you walked in, um, mm. and there was one other family in there, and they left after about fifteen minutes. Um, and we ended up being left with all the characters basically coming down and seeing us because there was no one else in the restaurant. <laughs> um, so Mickey and Minnie spent a good 10, 15 minutes with us at the end of the meal. Um, at one stage, um, the two, because they have kind of like their, their base regular characters and then they kind of had two rarer characters as well um, while mm. we were in there. And we had Geppetto and Rafiki were in there. Okay. Um, yeah, because they go stage, together. Yeah, it was a, a bit random. You had the, your normal characters like Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, and I think Eel was in there as well, um, with no other Winnie the Pooh characters, just him. Um, and then, as I said, Rafiki and, and Geppetto. And at one stage, um, Geppetto was running around with a bunch of bananas, with Rafiki chasing him, which was, <laughs> which was kind of interesting. Um, that would make a really good movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it was worth it. My son loved it. Um, he didn't eat a lot because of the characters being around him. But um, other than that, he really enjoyed it. There's lots of photos taken with Mickey and Minnie. Um, as I said, they spent 15 minutes with us. So, and what was the food like? Because I mean, I mean, obviously, besides it being expensive, but I mean, I know it's always had, and I've never eaten there actually. And I'm we're debating it next time we go, but. Um, I've always heard good things about the food there. Yeah, the, f- the food was lovely. There was a, a wide range. There was like lamb chops still on the bone and, and things like that and a lot of fish and, and things like that and like freshly mm. made desserts, not like 
just a fruit salad and some yogurts and maybe some pastries, but there was there was fresh made cakes and, and things like that. Um, wow. I tended to lean on the the black forest gatto that I had, which was quite nice. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, I, even though it's expensive, it is definitely worth it, especially if you have got young children that like meeting the characters. Mm. That's good. Okay. And what about what about the rides and the attractions, Paul? Was everything open? And um, more or less everything was open. Um, there was a. I'm just trying to think what wasn't open. Um, all the main rides were open. Rock and Roller Coaster was open. Um, I know Big Thunder Mountains now being closed mm. um, for a year um, for its refurb, but that was still open, which was quite lucky. I think it closed like I think it closed at the back end of last week, um, so we just managed to scrape in and, and get on it. Um, it was some of the smaller. Uh, it's a small world was closed, which I think it still is at the moment because yes. um, that's going in a in for a major overhaul at the moment. But I think that's. Saw some pictures today that they're they're kind of starting to clear the the tarpaulin off it, and you can actually see the the facade again. Yeah, it was still all up this weekend. So yeah, I think they've started to take it down over the last couple of days. Um, but that was about the only main ride that was closed um, for us, so we were quite lucky. Yeah. And it's down Ratatouille for the first time. Uh, did it break down on you or? No, it was it was fine. We we that was the day that we we messed all the times up. So we'd planned to get in <laughs> into Hollywood into the studios and get a fast pass, and we got there, and there was still some left. So we ended up doing that in the afternoon. But that day we didn't see any any breakdowns of any kind. So now, Mister Mister Boniface, yeah. did you had you been on Ratatouille before? Uh, we went on it back in August. Okay, and okay. we went on it again this time. So yes. Fair enough. Um, can I have both of your opinions, please? I don't care which order. <laughs> you can go first. Um, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's the the great be all and end all ride. Um, mm. it's what, kind what would of, you grade it? Is it E ticket, um, D ticket, C ticket? I'd probably put it as a D ticket. But okay. the, the actual usage of the technology is great. Don't get me wrong. It's just kind of. With the introduction of 3D, it kind of, it feels like you're moving from, like, sets and then you kind of stop and watch these videos in 3D and then you move on again. Um, and there's no real pace to the ride either. It's kind of, and it's not very long either. So I think that's possibly why they've, they've slowed it down. The fact that you're meant to feel like you're going in and out of different things, it kind of doesn't feel like there's any urgency to it. In the sense that well, it's meant to make you feel like you're, you're racing through this kitchen. It doesn't really feel like that to me. When you say it's not long, how long is it? I mean, Snow White's mind train's about two and a half minutes long. Possibly about the same. Right. Yeah, it's not very... Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. The tech, I, I think the technology is very good. Having... Again, the gloating comes in for a bit. Having actually done Mystic Manor in Hong Kong, which has, has some projection screens, some physical models and animatronics and some winds blowing and things like that, which is an absolutely brilliant ride. I was very, very excited, hoping that they would follow in that. 
I tend to agree with Tava Paul that it does seem to rely heavily on. Oh, right now you're on this. Put the glasses on as well. It's okay. I'm on a ride that moves anyway. Why has it got to all be 3D? I, I don't feel the need to put the glasses on at the same time as the ride. It doesn't seem particularly urgent. It is very suitable for kids. But we were waiting for the parade and they were, we were talking to another couple. Um, if you are listening to this, seeing as I gave you a hint that you should do, um, <laughs> hello. The double R listenership. Yeah. Uh, but they allegedly got stuck on it for two hours. Oh, no. Um, they were on it and it broke down. And yeah, they were sitting that... on it for two hours. No, now, what strikes me as difficult about that is it's not like they're on water or anything after two after 15 minutes why can't someone just escort them off i was escorted out of ratatouille within under 10 minutes yeah and that was only because and in the end we was only escorted out because they were trying to get the ride back together mm. and in the end they realized that so it didn't it didn't do like a full reset or anything like that first yeah so they were just trying to get the ride moving again when it became apparent it was going to need to do a reset, that's when we got taken off the cars okay. and walked through. Okay. I'd, I'd like to find out the actual truth behind what happened. Um, but yes, allegedly they were stuck. They were sitting on it for two hours. Yeah, two hours sounds very excessive. Yeah. Um, not to Kuanu and now just left listeners <laughs> uh, <laughs> as liars, but it, yeah, it sounds... I mean, it, it, even... You wouldn't it even could, be stuck on that on, on, on a uh, ride, small well for that. Like, on, a, on a ride with all the lights on, it's very easy to uh, for two hours to, to to appear to only have been ten minutes. Unless they fell asleep. Were, yeah, possibly, and they didn't want to wake up. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I would, I would. The, this the, might be um, our first email, guys. We might get an email off this. Yeah, yeah. So if anyone was there for two hours, <laughs> let us let know. know. Um, yeah, I, I think. I mean, I'm you know, I'm a big 3D fan uh and everything like that but to be honest i've, I've got to say i don't really feel the 3d is necessary no. so much um it, it, it it's bordering on the let's put another simulator ride in rather than an actual ride ride even if it is a ride if you get my drift yeah i i, I mean you know when i first spoke about it i i said you know if you've ever been to you know florida um, you know, you'd have done things like Transformers or, you know, of course, Spider-Man, uh, which do these things extremely well. And even if you want to look, look, look at something like Harry Potter, like, that, you know, if you think about it, the technology is different in that, you know, you're obviously on a, on a car that's driving around the floor rather than a big robotic arm. Um, but you go from scene to scene, you've got a big giant IMAX dome screen in front of you um and you've also got real props so the only real difference between that and ratatouille is the 3d element and to be honest i don't you know harry potter feels good enough in 2d yeah i, I think the 3d has just been tacked on because that was the thing at the time the 3d was just kind of having a, a bit of a resurgence but i don't feel it is necessary and i think it's in some ways it's a shame uh, yeah. Especially seeing as the 3D, it, if you already wear glasses, then you can't always put those 3D glasses over your glasses. 
well, they're not particularly friendly ones, are they? In comparison I, 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 to a lot of them. I always tend to have one eye that's slightly less 3D than the other, so they always just give me a headache anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, well, don't, don't go and see Star Wars like that. I, I don't intend to. I, I, I didn't want to go and see Sky, see Spectre like it. Luckily enough, Spectre wasn't in 3D. No, and uh, I suppose you know because this is a Disney podcast. Um, I'm not why, to talk about it. why are we not talking about Spectre? It's not Disney. Oh yeah. <laughs> Has what everyone seen it? I haven't seen it. I've seen not it. Yeah. Go and see I haven't. It. I haven't seen the last one. Well, Doctor No. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, what that. was it, Goldeneye? No. Um, yeah. <laughs> Japs yeah, let's just say that. Japs Eye. <laughs> Japs Eye. <laughs> so, that was Shirley Bassey singing the, the theme tune, yeah. of course. Shirley yeah. Bassey. As long as she took longer than 20 minutes to write it. Do you, have, you, have you ever played that game where you, you just do a, a Shirley Bassey impression, but using the title of any, absolutely any James Bond film? And if you sing it in that style, it sounds like it would work as a song. Give us an example. No. <laughs> so you could see that 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 is the chorus of a Shirley Bassey song. Although right I, think there. I, I, I do think that was more Tina Turner. Mm, okay. A bit more Tom Jones, I thought. I think that's why he's being DNA tested. Um, but I, I enjoyed Spectre, actually. Yeah, yeah. Has, it, has everyone got their Star Wars tickets? Yeah. Right, this is a big, big bone of contention. In IMAX, it almost, it almost led to uh, DVORCE because what, what bad spelling? On, yeah, <laughs> on phonetics, is it spelled differently elsewhere? I, I don't know. I thought you said DE, but um, I have got dodgy headphones on. No, no, I probably did, but that's how he's spelling phonetics. Because we're dyslexic. Um, dyslexic Nessus. I managed to get tickets to see it in IMAX Laser 3D okay. at Leicester Square. It's the only IMAX in the UK that does it like that. I saw the Star Wars, the only, the first and at the time only time they shown the entire Star Wars saga in one sitting because it was the premiere of episode three. Yep. So I was determined to go back to the same cinema, the Empire Leicester Square, um, and I managed to get really good seats on opening day for it um, in the afternoon, only to be told when I got home that um, Mrs. Branch is unable to get the time off to go because she has, and she already has people booked in. Oh, okay. Because uh, they do book up really far in advance. And apparently, me turning around and saying we just moved and didn't go down very well. <laughs> to top it off, two days after this, when I'm still trying to convince her that, you know, this is Star Wars, don't worry about your clients, we'll find new clients or whatever, um, I got a letter informing me that I'm doing jury service that week. Oh, you're the jammy guest. <laughs> now, I mean, can you imagine? Like, just a double whammy of the world telling you not to go and see Star Wars in laser IMAX 3D. So I'm very down at the moment. I'm thinking of the poor bugger that you're actually doing jury service for. Guilty, can I go now? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Guilty. guilty. I'll give you the tenner for them tickets. I'll take them off your hands. 
Oh, thank you very much. They only cost me like forty quid, but thanks. I mean, I'm, I'm in the gallery in the Odeon in two D on a Saturday Craig, night. Craig has never been to London to the cinema. I, I had to get nostalgic by going in Paris by going and doing Star Tours again. It's always good to watch stuff on a really dodgy print of an old film. <laughs> I did the same. I'm going to miss it. Is that in French as well? If I remember rightly. Uh, well, some of it is in well. Yeah. C three PO is in French. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Bon voyage. <laughs> no, I love it. I love camp. The, the fact that he's still camp in France. I think is brilliant because when you see like when you watch a film that's dubbed in another country, so you're you know you're in a hotel in in Spain or something. You're watching a film and Al Pacino's dubbed. Uh, normally, the characters are are qu- quite similar to their Hollywood counterparts. Or in most cases, even more macho. Like, like, but, like, but like, we... try, have you ever tried to watch a Jason Statham movie dubbed? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome. Oh. Mm-hmm. I love Jason Statham anyway, as you can hear by that noise. He's just very short. But he, he is. He is. Um, but yeah, the fact that they decided, you know what? We like Camp C3PO. We're going to keep him that way. Well done, the French. They've done something right. So, so, so some dub casting agent had to hunt around for a slightly camp French one. That was that, 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 that one. Big, must have been they, hard to find. They did a live television um, star search type competition to find that person because they knew it's going to be hard. Twelve point seven million people applied. <laughs> but going back around in a circle. Spectre was good. And I'm sorry it's not a Disney <laughs> film, but I liked it. I liked it, yeah. 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 I like it a lot. Maybe I'll have to start some sort of James Bond podcast, but I think there's a few of those about. Not as many Disney, as there are Disney podcasts. But... Yeah. Don't worry, we'll get our network up and running and we'll see whatever content we want on there. Yeah, just do it. Um, does anyone know what letter we're meant to be on? I'm good. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Freaking Nora. Hold on. I should, have taken, uh, I should have taken notes. This is going to be blind then, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Craig, you go and have a look at it up. Um, as we wait for that to fill in a bit of time. Let um, me get Google up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to help you. I, I've completely... Because, um, yeah, I've never put it in any of them. Mr. Washington, bear in mind, I mean, it was your third trip um, when this, you know, when, when uh, you had this one and it wasn't the best and obviously the things that happened to you weren't particularly good. Do you think... If that had been your first time, you wouldn't go back. Um, I don't know. It, again, it depends. I haven't been to the US parks as well. I think I'd still probably continue going to to the Paris one, even even with those errors. Maybe if I hadn't been to the other parks, I think it's uh, it doesn't overly bother me that much. It wouldn't put me off. Um, even though there is obviously a difference in in service between the U.S. parks and the and the Paris one, I don't think it. I, I'd still go, um, and I am still going. As I've, as I've said, I'm doing the Disneyland Paris half marathon, um, so it hasn't hasn't really put me off, um, and I'll still be going back. Um, I probably won't be a family trip next year. Um, I think I'm going to end up going by myself. But following year for the for the anniversary, I'm sure we'll be back. Yeah, and also I think the thing with next year, um, by the way, Craig, stop looking, it's K, um, if you haven't found out. Um, 
But yeah, I, I mean, originally we weren't going to go next year, mainly because of all the stuff getting prepped for the 25th anniversary. I knew there were going to be quite a few downtime, uh, downtimes for a lot of the attractions, and they certainly haven't disappointed. Um, I think after February of next year, there's quite a lot of stuff that's out of commission. Um, well, that's it. I've just listened to the, the latest dedicated to DLP podcast, which takes the uh, award for the worst audio ever in any podcast in the history of podcasting. It beats You've heard us. some of ours, haven't you? Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. horrific. The one of the plugs fell out. It's quite funny. <laughs> they, they go on like that for another hour. Brilliant. I saw, but, some, I saw some of one of their badges on in the park. Badges? Oh, yeah, we've never done that. We don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> we need to get a badge, yeah. Um, and they've basically put out next year as the year to avoid. Do not go anywhere near Disneyland Paris next year. Yeah. Great. As I it's, said, after after like uh, Star Tours, is it closing March now or February? I don't know. It's yeah. closed. They've announced the date and. It was supposed to be like the, the beginning of February, but I think it might have been moved back a few weeks. But that's closing. Obviously, as Paul said, uh, Big Thunder Mountain's out of action. Small World will be back open. Peter Pan is going to be down until June of next year, I think. Um, Anna Magique is closing in February of next year. Um, the Backlot Tour is closing. Just uh, well, apparently forever, but mm-hmm. they still haven't That's really announced what's going to be replacing that yet. The backlot tour is going down for refurbishment. That is, that is a refurbishment as well. That isn't changing too much. Um, That's just off the top of my head. I think Phantom Man is going down for a little bit as well. Pirates is going down at some point as well. Again? Oh, yeah, because they're doing the, um, the swap overs, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. awesome. What a year to have my annual pass. <laughs> yes. Yeah, good. Well planned. Yeah but, yeah, but to be honest, that is good because if you was paying full price to go, you'd feel cheated. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so there is, there yeah. is that. Yeah. Um, Always a silver somehow that, Yeah. Somehow that makes sense. I've obviously been drinking too much. <laughs> so with that being said, um, yeah, I have to agree with them on that one. But going back to Disney Alphabet, and hopefully people have had a little bit of time to think. I know we're men and we don't multitask very well, mind you. Yeah. Um, but the letter is K. Oh. And, it, and it's a serious challenge. That's hard work, that. Really? Yeah. Well, can I go first, then? Go on, then. I was going to go for the Kilimanjaro Safaris. Oh, there you go, then. <laughs> Taxi for Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> It's saying around the corner, Craig. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, which I like. I mean, Craig's obviously got very fond memories because he saw his first unicorn on that recently, yeah. um, which we should never forget um, happened. <laughs> um, and of course, we've got our good friend um, Safari Mike. Yeah. Who, uh, who who loves them? Bless his cotton it's, socks. It's not. A, it's not a bad little ride. No, and, and I mean, unlike Ratatouille, it's quite a long ride. Yeah. Really. Um, I be it the, the problem got, with... It's got shorter since they took out most of the poachers. Yes. It does yeah. happen. Bloody Cecil the Lion. <laughs> um, 
but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the problem with any attraction like that is you're relying on real things. Yeah. Now, like the Jungle Cruise, that's that's one ride that you always see all the animals that you want to at the right time. Yeah. But with the safaris, not quite so much. So, um, you know, I, I can understand why people have a bit of a disappointment, oh, but I I like it. Who's going to take the plunge and try another K? The crankies. Oh. Love them. <laughs> no, no, I've got one. I've got one. Go on, Kringler Bakery. The Kringler Bakery in oh, Epcot in Norway. Hit, sir. Mm, done that, then. And, I, and I actually like the place as well. Yeah. Not only is it a key, but they serve some good stuff in there. Uh, some lovely school bread. Yeah, school bread. Love the, love the uh, toasted sandwiches. Yeah. Nice place for a, for a quick service lunch. Un- underestimated and very unknown. Yeah. Most people stop stop in Mexico and just oh we'll have something here like some nachos or something. But, That's no. Mexican food, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. All counts. <laughs> oh, good hit. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking of that one. Eddie, we're going. Oh, I've got nothing. I've literally got nothing. <laughs> I actually have got one. Go on, then. Oh, go, uh, go, Paul. King Louis. Um, oh. Just oh. one of my favourite characters. It was one of the first Disney films I remember seeing when I was when I was a youngster, and he, he just stands out. And even these days, seeing him in the parks, it's, he's one of, those, one of the most animated characters you see in the parks. Um, and as we were talking about earlier in Animagique, um, he plays a big part mm. in that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised, Mr. Lucas, you didn't think of that one, seeing as you know, his knuckles drag on the ground as well. You've got me there. The thing is... Now, Craig's arms would need to be about eight feet long to drag on the ground. <laughs> that, you can that accuse him of some true. things, but not that. Craig's almost as tall as uh, Kilimanjaro. But, um, no, I think Paul's right in, in or, or, or what I, I picked up on there with the, the characters and how entertaining is, um, is that, I mean, they're the best characters, aren't they? And you talking about Rafiki and, and Geppetto earlier on doing that. That to me is my favourite, or at least one of my favourite things when going to Disney is seeing characters that really have fun playing the character. It's the complete opposite of the people, the cast members that don't clearly want to be there. But the people that you know are getting paid, pardon the pun, peanuts. It'd be more of a Dumbo joke, wouldn't it? Um, But that are doing it for the love of the job are sweating their nuts off, probably going to pass out due to uh, heat stroke any time, and yet are having so much fun with the people around them. Yeah. And he is on most most parades I've ever seen he's been on. So cool. That's also true, yeah. Yeah. Right, that's enough stalling. Where's your keys? Yeah. Go on, Craig. I haven't, I haven't got one. Get your keys out. I can't think. You can't. I've even you too. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you Skyped us? Uh, We're sitting in the pub together. Oh, yeah. Well, I was hoping he would just check his Apple Watch without anyone noticing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did, yeah. I've just done Good it, Steve. yeah. <laughs> Google. <laughs> yeah, Skype. Google? <sighs> well, all right, my one. I'm going with uh, Cali River Rapids. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I even drops a hint when I said there's something around the corner. Yeah. Oh, I've been up since half three this morning. Hang on a second. Can anyone else hear that? Yeah, yeah that, that's Violet. the sound of no one giving an F. <laughs> <laughs> Cali River Rapids is rubbish. 
It's got a lame storyline, and it's, it's just no, yeah, it's some fellas burning some stuff somewhere. <laughs> it's about yeah. John having a bonfire, and it's yeah. no Pluto's bilge barge raft things, is it? You get yeah. off it, bone dry. <laughs> That has to be no, the you ultimate don't. No, there's theme- one. That's no. It depends where you're sitting in that round boat. That's the yeah. ultimate theme park crossover, though, isn't it? Pluto's bilge rat <laughs> Yeah, you can you can take your half free excuse and shove it up your ass. You can, there's no escaping that one. But oh. no, I recall, I recall, I've I've never got soaked on Cali like I have um, on Popper. Uh, sorry, Pluto's. Uh, <laughs> Build oh, yeah. boats, um, the, the dog, the the dog boats. But at the same time, I've seen people get absolutely soaked on that ride. Yeah, yeah um, it's been me. So <laughs> it's been you. That so me, I've been yeah. I've been quite lucky. I mean, that's why I won't go on on Pluto's ride, but I will happily go back on Caddy River Rapids. I, 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 enjoy the I couldn't care less that it really hasn't got a story, but the theme of the queue and the the temple you walk through and just the yeah, fact that it's, it's very well themed actually yeah it is yeah. The, yeah the queue's better than the ride yeah the ride's when we the ride. when, yeah. when i got soaked on it you know you go down to that slope and you're the guy at the at the front of the boat basically and it hits and it's like a wily coyote moment because yeah. above yeah. you there's like three tons of water and it just hangs there for a minute and you think Oh shit! And that's I, it. I, I, Hold I, I, I always call yeah. it completely soaking, and I—it doesn't matter. I have tried to scientifically judge it. It's like, okay, let's try and get on the ride with some really quite big people, and I'll sit opposite them. I can't no. get on this boat, please. You're not big enough. Yeah. I'll get on the next and, one. And <laughs> still, these heifers get it square in the face. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll go right. In that case, I'll, I'm on with the kids and. I'll be the biggest person on the ride. And still, then I'll get it straight over the shoulders. So it's like, oh, I really couldn't care less. They should go down the universal route with it. And they should just put 3D screens in and have two fellas at the end throwing Throw buckets, buckets of water, water over That That will be the next ride. That will be the next yeah. incarnation of it. Do you reckon it? they'll... A simulated, um, ro- simulated rapids ride. Do you reckon now that they've given Jimmy Fallon a ride at Universal that they might try and incorporate someone like James Corden? Oh, where, where we can all throw water and stuff at him. Yeah, well, yeah that would make a thing to ride better. Yeah, J- you put James Gordon on a raft, and even in front of some screens and simulations, and we throw stuff at him. Don't you think, I mean, going off at a total tangent, that Jimmy Fallon news you've got there, isn't that a nail, a massive nail in the coffin of Universal? Another no. 3D screen. Oh, well, in that in that respect, yes. The, the, um, the Fast and the Furious is going to be a 3D experience. Yeah. Go round the corner to Potter, it's 3D. Go across to Simpsons, it's 3D. Terminator's 3D. Most, That's embarrassing. Transformers is 3D. Yeah, it's dull and unimaginative as a ride. Again, my bigger bugbear on that is I really don't, other than the fact... I've seen a few virals on Facebook. I have no idea who Jimmy Fallon is, and I couldn't care less about him. Yeah, but the, the thing is, it's not a British thing. Like Jimmy yeah. Fallon is an American late night talk show host, which is yeah. why I said James Corden, by the way. Yeah, because he's obviously an American talk show host now as well. Not the little fat fella of Doctor Who. Who's that? James Corden. Yeah, him. 
Yeah, yeah. same guy. Yeah. yeah, and he's a West Ham fan. So don't take him off too much, thank you. From Gary Stacy. Yeah, that as well. Um, but yeah, it just seems to be, and with all the properties that Universal have, you know, they they could have they could have taken out Twister, and put in another Jaws Jaws ride if they wanted to. So the do one. Well, it would have been Jaws 19 in 3D, <laughs> wouldn't it, if yep. they were doing it correctly? But, you know, they could have made, they could have, even if it was another, right, even if they had to do a 3D ride in there, right, they still could have picked a Universal franchise. I mean, Jesus, we're just, a few, we're just lucky that it wasn't five years earlier and us having a Jay Leno ride. You've you literally I mean? got... But, but at least he liked cars. Well, he still does. He's not dead yet. Well, yeah, he was on. He was on Top Gear for it. Yeah, they could have done that. That, that goes he, international. He's a massive arsehole, mind you. Yeah, they've got three yeah, outdoor so rides in that in that park. Three outdoor rides. Yeah, but you that don't need. That, what's, what's wrong with that? Why do you need rides outside? It's Florida. Well, Why do you want to be indoors? But but what I will agree with you, Craig is what you don't want is another three D simulator ride. Yeah. Which is oh, what this is likely to be. It is. It's soaring, but th- that is fucking big cretinous grid all over it. Going, I'm Jimmy t- Fallon. T- Here's New York. I'll t- tell you what I do <laughs> want to see, though, is a standard roller coaster. I saw it on telly the other day. Uh, standard roller coaster, but you put 3D goggles on, oh, like God. virtual reality goggles, and it's the actual physical roller coaster, but it can be anything you want. So you could be flying or driving a car or on a runaway train so you can actually pick the ride you want to go on that's a little bit like what they had in uh, Disney Quest yeah but this is actually a physical roller coaster so you're sitting in with the bar across you right I I get you and it's like Bluetooth goggles or whatever they are absolutely awesome technology yeah, the Oculus. I've, I've used Oculus Rift, which yeah. is one of those VR headsets, and they are they are pretty nifty actually. Yeah. Uh, well, Mr. Boniface just used to arcade him. Yeah, I've tangent. Been... We've gone back off the tangent. Yeah, I've, I've challenged myself by being the last one, and I'm not going to use any of the ones that I, I sent to I me. Sent to, sent to <laughs> so, having had to take a, a, a four and a seven year old at the time round Epcot, I'm going to have to go with the Kid Cop Fun Stops. Oh, because a lot of people complain. Jimmy Savile's favourite. Yeah, a lot of people complain that there is not enough to do for kids in Epcot. It's a bit too educational, which is great if you are taking them out of school and want to try and get away without paying the fine. <laughs> but they do need something to do. There aren't that many. You know, there aren't any rides really in that World Showcase portion of Epcot. Kind. Okay, they've made it go frozen now, so I could have used Kristoff, but that's one of the ones I sent to Craig. So they need something to do. So what have they done? They give them Duffy Bears on a stick and say, go on, colour those in there. No, awesome. No, no, no. Awesome. I have paid this much money to go to a theme park, and my kids want to colour in a Duffy Bear. I'm not arguing with Disney if that's the way you do it because my kids actually thoroughly enjoy it and I can't argue with them because they're thoroughly enjoying it. But uh, please, right in thinking... sake, can we move on to the next land now? I am bored of watching you colouring in. But, but haven't they replaced Duffy now? I, I couldn't like, tell like you. Really Daisy like... Duff, I think. Yeah, I think Daisy's taken over the, that meet and greet. I, I... But Mrs Duffy's getting it, I think. 
Yeah, but what about the actual kid mm. cop colour again? Because it, it was Duffy for quite a while, so I don't know who it is now then. Unless it is Daisy or Donald. It might, it's it be might that still... balloon head snowman. Olaf. Yeah, Olaf. You wash your mouth out with soap, you dirty rat. Oh, it's getting boring well, the, one now. Sa- the one for saying Olaf. <laughs> yeah, either or. Yeah. Either or. It's only boring, Craig, because we've got kids that insist on watching it all the time. I mean, luckily, Alice... Now, now oh, bearing in mind... Alice is two and a half years old. Her current favourite film to watch over and over again at the moment is Up. Skyfall. (laughs) And and Skyfall, obviously. But no, her favourite cartoon to watch at the moment is Up. And you know what? Just like what happened with Toy Story, I'm now emotionally immune to the first (laughs) ten minutes of Up, which I never thought would happen. Oh, One man. day it's gonna it's gonna come back and bite me in the arse awesome. saying that. But for awesome. now at least it's it's lost its power. Um but if anything else has lost its power uh on its emotional level because of being ruined by kids, um please let us know by visiting our website at www.disasterdark.com. I didn't even have to keep yeah. the fire that time. <laughs> no, or or you can find us on Twitter. Uh, at Diz After Dark and Facebook.com forward slash Diz After Dark and I'll drop the MaceChat.com thing. Uh, YouTube under Diz After Dark podcast, Instagram, yeah, wherever else. But but before we finish, what was the other one you uh, messaged Kate, uh, Craig? Uh, the Kate, Jelly. Christa- <laughs> yeah, but that was something that was for a different reason. That, 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 was, <laughs> that, that was to go on your feet after trying to do four parks in one day. Which we did, yeah. And by the way, for anyone that's not listened to that, um, that that is some great audio. Um, I, I thoroughly immensed it, Chuck. Uh, thoroughly immensed it. Thoroughly it. enjoyed it, Chuck. Um, and uh, also, there's a really good um, little post written by your your wife, uh, for my the man trip, wife, Mr. Stewart, uh, Mrs. Stuart Miller, who uh, refused to comment on this on this podcast because uh, he doesn't like us. But um, about his experience for the first time going to Disney Park and, and what he thought, and that's a good read. Um, and both parts of the, uh, the four parts in one day and the Halloween Horror Nights uh, from Chuck here on the show are very good. So give those a listen uh, as well. And before we go, Mr. Washington, if anybody has liked your, your views and comments, where could they find your work? Um, yep, yeah, the Twitter account is uh, at Magical Kingdom is the best place to get a hold of us. Um, we're also on Facebook at Magical Kingdom of Walt, um, if that's easier. I'm going to get right on there right now. Right, they do. And I'll leave it to Craig to write the notes that I can uh, add to the, to the tune. Dear listener, thank you for joining us again for another week. And we hope to see you in a couple of weeks' time. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Easter. (laughs) Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. Dis After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. You're a complete and total smeghead. I just want to (laughs) congratulate Disneyland Paris on its 25th anniversary, to be honest. It'll be the thing, guys. Bye, Dan. I, I can't wait to continue Star Wars The uh, the Force Awakens The journey continues, right?
I shall have to hurt you.